Welcome to Aetherius Radio Live, the Hour of Truth with Richard Lawrence and Chrissy Blaze. Welcome to Aetherius Radio Live on Body Mind Spirit Radio, brought to you on the third Tuesday monthly from 1 to 2 p.m. EDT and 6 to 7 p.m. BST. Today, Aetherius Radio Live is hosted by the wonderful Richard Lawrence, together with his guest, Mark Bennett, who co-authored two books with Richard, namely God's Guides and Guardian Angels and Prayer Energy. Be prepared for another amazing show covering a variety of topics such as karma, UFOs, the Mother Earth, the New World, the Next Master, and much more. They invite you to discover the cosmic message for this age revealed through legendary master of yoga and world-renowned medium, Dr. George King, between 1954 and 1997. Today's show is a cosmic master class, Mars Sector 6, Lord of All He Surveys. So, without further ado, I give you host... Richard Lawrence, and his guest, Mark Bennett. Nikki, thank you very much, and welcome, Mark. Hi, Richard. Thank you very much. Great to be here. It's great to have you on the show, and, and hello to all our listeners. It's um, sorry to say that Chrissy uh, isn't well this, uh, this week and couldn't uh, take part in this particular show, but very pleased that Mark uh, is, is joining us to talk about this extremely elevated, I think this, this mark is one of the most elevated topics that we've ever discussed on Ethereum Radio Live. Um, and of course, I think perhaps I should start by explaining um, the title, because some people may not be familiar with this phrase, Lord of all he surveys, because it's a, probably an old English saying, I imagine, although I think it's used in America too. Applied wrongly, I would say. It's applied normally in a very materialistic way to people who uh, own everything around them, or certainly people who are in charge of a sphere of materialistic influence and power. And uh, of course, that's an illusion because we all know that we can't own anything. There's no such thing as a possession in reality. But on the other hand, Mars Tetter 6, as I hope it will become clear in this hour, really is Lord of all he surveys, uh, I believe, really at every level, not just the physical, but the spiritual, the etheric, and all the way through the gamut to the highest possible level. I, I very think this, this whole phrase actually should be exclusively reserved for Mars Sector 6. So that's a little explanation. Another little interesting thing actually came my way um, from our good friend Elaine golden Geeler. Mark, which is, and, and, and I just got this, I think other people got it too from her, that in fact Mars uh, was closer to us than it's been for a decade, I think from Sunday. So it's kind of a very appropriate time to be talking about this. Certainly some excellent synchronicity there, because you, you weren't aware of that when you planned this Not show, at all. were you, Richard? No, I wasn't, actually. So, and. Um, uh, sorry, I, I just say one more thing. We went out, Alison and I went out for a, for a walk. My wife, Alison, who's been on the show, actually, went and I went for a walk on Sunday evening, deliberately looking for 
Mars and saw, saw it very clearly. So we, we bowed deeply in the street. I don't know what anyone thought of that, but <laughs> that's what we did. But anyway, Mark, sorry, let me over to you. Yes, yeah, so could you start by um, maybe helping some of the newer listeners to understand who or what is Mars Sector 6? Yes, sure. Um, In the very early days, a number of communicators uh, started to speak through Dr. King, as listeners will know, primary terrestrial mental channel. And Mars Sector 6 was one of the earliest. He wasn't the earliest, actually. Uh, The Master Aetherius was communicating, of course, from May of 1954. And, in fact, the first transmission, cosmic transmission, through Dr. King... Uh, from Mars Sector 6, came in October of 1955. Uh, by then... So, so was, he, was he the second cosmic communicator? Sorry to interrupt. I, there is a, no, no, that's fine. Uh, there is a transmission from the Master Jesus, uh, which is estimated, and I want to underline that word estimated, mm. to have been delivered uh, in January of 1955. But... We can't be certain. The records just aren't good enough for us to be really certain about that. Um, right. But certainly, uh, he, he and when he first spoke, um, Mars Sector 6 was described as a Martian scientist. His, his, his name hadn't yet been given. And Dr. King stated, and people who are interested can find this in Cosmic Voice Volume 1, uh, it was in fact because Mars Sector 6 had manned or brought sorry not manned but brought into orbit satellite number three which i know we're going to speak about it's very relevant that we do because we just started a new spiritual push um but he he'd he'd brought that into orbit for the first time i think it's i'm right in saying in september of 1955 and then it was the second spiritual push not the first one uh that was really taken control of by Mars Sector 6 and Satellite Number 3. It's, it's kind of interesting that the first spiritual push, for people who, who are familiar with these things, was, we're told, there were many spacecraft involved in that. Whether Satellite Number 3 was one of those, we don't know. Um, and then, of course, maybe, and that was reported to us by the Master Aetherius, the first one, and it may be, and this is a speculation, that this was a manipulation that enabled then Mars Sector 6 to, as it were, take control of what he called magnetization periods. So you have the Master Aetherius calling them spiritual pushes and Mars Sector 6 calling them magnetization periods. Uh, But they're exactly the same thing. So just in case anyone's really new, uh, in a nutshell, Mm. Mars Sector 6 is an advanced extraterrestrial master uh, from mm-hmm. another planet in this solar system and from Mars, presumably, uh, yes. and from a higher higher material plane of Mars. So if we went to Mars tomorrow, there's no guarantee that we would uh, find any trace of Absolutely. Mars Sector 6 or any other Martian, is there? So Correct. The, these Absolutely intelligences correct. operate on different planes all the time. And the third satellite, mm-hmm. it seems, we, d- we don't really know how much time Uh, Mars Sector 6 spends in the third satellite, do we? But it seems to be one of his, no doubt, numerous key uh, life-saving evolutionary roles in this system, would you not say, Richard? 
I would. I think there's a lot of interesting points that you've made there, actually. I think, first of all, dealing, first of all, with the fact that he's a Martian, um, I think it became increasingly apparent as the years went on that um, he wasn't, how can I phrase this, uh, a typical Martian. I mean, a typical Martian would be a great and elevated godlike being to us. But he was even above and beyond that. And I certainly know, and I know we're going to touch on this, that in the period, say, for example, in the late 1980s, already uh, Dr. King had realized uh, and knew that Mars Sector 6 was one of the most elevated masters who'd ever contacted this Earth or, and ever spoken through him. He'd known that and referred to that, I believe, in the 1960s. But by the late 80s, the true caliber of uh, one or two, actually, of the early communicators was becoming clear, and Mars Sector 6 and the Master of Theorists, those two in particular. And um, Mars Sector 6, well, then we found out, was far, far more even than a typical Martian intelligence. So just... So that, um, sorry, that was the first part. I don't think I... Uh, that was only one thing, and then the, the other... You made some other points, I think, as well. Have I, have I responded to those? He, well, here's... here's uh, we know that he is, the, he is in charge of satellite number three. Oh, yes. yes. Don't we? But, I mean, that, that's not going to be his only task, is it? No, that's uh, right. Thank you. No, no, thought. what... No, it became it became revealed. It was revealed later that uh, he actually has many satellites, and in fact, satellite number three is one of the smaller of his craft. And certainly, the last report and piece of information we were given, which would I think be in the late 1980s or very early 90s, was that he had 3,000 such craft. Interesting number, that, because they, satellite number three potentizes spiritual actions 3,000 times. But he, his fleet was, had been made up, at that point anyway, to 3,000 craft, most of them larger than this one, and patrolling throughout the galaxy. I mean, he's a master, we're told, who is revered throughout the galaxy, is known about and revered, and conducts orbits not just of this Earth, uh, and I think you said, would he necessarily be there? Um, well, Mars Sector 6 is another thing about Mars Sector 6 that, 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 that Dr. King stated, was that he could be in more than one place at the same time. And he wouldn't have to physically be on the craft, no, but he'd still be in command. He is a, an absolute space commander, an ultimate um, if that's even the word, he's, he's a, a very extremely prominent and elevated commanding individual. Just um, to reel back uh, a little bit, to put this into perspective, um, I did a little bit of research before the interview, and the, mm. when you say satellite number three is not, not his largest craft, it, mm -hmm. um, up until, um, well, we were, we were in up until January the 22nd, 1989, satellite right. number three was one and a half miles long. Mm -hmm. It was then replaced by a new satellite number three, which is 50% longer. It's about two and a quarter miles long. So these are, by terrestrial standards, these are absolutely colossal lengths. Mm. So, right. uh, you know, heaven alone knows how long uh, the longest of these craft must, the biggest of these craft must be. Yeah, 
Yeah, because this is this is on the smaller side. I was told compared to to some of his fleet. Um, and also an interesting thing that uh, Dr. King did tell me once when I was driving him uh, in the 1980s is that not all the um, people or beings who man satellite number three when it's in orbit of this Earth are from this solar system. They, they can be from other parts of the galaxy, the, the crew, I mean, on that craft, uh, assisting in that work. So he's very much an intergalactic... Being. And that just shows too, doesn't it, how our interplanetary neighbours are, well, one of the many ways that they are so much more advanced than us, that they can cooperate despite tremendous differences, uh, you know, in their mm -hmm. planetary origin, whereas we on Earth can't even sometimes get on with our own next door neighbour, let alone the next door country. Yes, and they are also aware of us, because... When the spiritual push dates were given, the, or the magnetization orbit dates, were given for the next thousand years, which was, again, I think in 1988, um, many, many congratulations messages were sent through. And at one point, uh, there was at least half a million had been sent through from races throughout the galaxy who'd heard about this and were congratulating Dr. King, in fact, uh, and I believe to some extent the Ethereum Society too, for having the, this cooperation granted by Mars Sector 6, who has tremendous authority. He can determine, as far as we know, he determined these dates. He certainly gave them. And it was, it, he has that cosmic power, like a godlike power really, to determine karma. I'm sure we'll be, we'll be coming on to that later. It is extraordinary, is it not, to think that you know there are there are, there are beings in other parts of the galaxy that seem to know more about what's going on on Earth, really going on on Earth, mm. than, than yes. people on Earth seem to know, because there certainly weren't half a mm. million congratulatory messages on this on this Earth, were there? Oh Sadly. no, <laughs> I don't know if there were any outside the Ethereum Society at all, but they were going pouring back, in and yeah, uh, going back to to the to the. Um, the intelligence is on satellite number three. Um, yes. Another interesting fact I stumbled across was um, Dr. King saying that they, these highly specialized operators have taken maybe 30,000 years or more to learn their jobs. So these yes. are the kind of beings that are in orbit of Earth at the moment waiting for us to pull ourselves together and do the right thing. That's right, and and they, of course, are. Um, how can, I don't know if this is the right word, but um, at a, I was going to say lowly in comparison. That may not be exactly the right word, but in comparison with Mars Sector Six himself, who who is so elevated that he's actually had to turn down high initiations in order to be accessible to his crew members. Because otherwise he'd be so elevated, and uh, you know that they couldn't even he couldn't work with them. They wouldn't be able to work with him anyway. And that really is an alien concept, is it not? The idea of having to turn down an initiation—it's uh, something it we don't really have to deal with on this on this earth. At this we stage, don't. Is it? Dr. King did, and I think that's why that one fact about Mars Sector Six absolutely. 
uh, affected him and and enhanced. That was like I think he described it as the crowning achievement or some phrase like that that Mars Sector Six had done that in his eyes, in the master's eyes, that's one of the greatest things of all that he turned on high initiations in order to be able to work with, to him anyway, lower beings. To us, they would be gods, but to him, they were lower beings. And uh, the Mar- I would say that Dr. King himself had to do that with some of us, and that could be one of the reasons he really appreciated it. He had to go- tone down his own vibrations at times in order to work with his followers and disciples and, and remain approachable and, and uh, easy to converse with, or relatively easy. <laughs> it reminds me, actually, of the fifth freedom, which, of course, is, is the words of Mars Sector 6. Uh, I've got it in front of me here, this uh, line. Uh, this is, uh, the, yeah, the fifth freedom, cosmic consciousness. And at its zenith, what continuance, nay, this the great test, at its zenith, mm. detachment, through every stage back to limitation. This is the essence of adeptship, not acceptance as much as detachment. So I think it's uh, on a lower level in that case. It's the same principle, isn't it? It is, it is. And and the nine freedoms, and one thing that, and I think I may have said this before on Ethereum Radio Live, but I think it bears repeating. I think one thing that comes through very, very strongly uh, from Mars Sector 6 and let's let's be clear here. He is a karmic lord, a lord of karma. Um, is well, few things come through, but one thing is, uh, to me, is his his disgust, almost uh, certainly disapproval of people who don't serve. Uh, it's a slightly different point than you're making, but it's kind of linked to this kind of detachment from one's own advancement, as it were. Uh, people who go off into the wilderness, and uh, you know, the Master Jesus also says that they they shouldn't. You know, this is wrong, and they won't find peace if they, even mm. if they seek it, if they detach. But Master Jesus goes further. He said, "Come ye hence." I think he says, "You fools, you are fools," and he yes, really, absolutely. really has disdain i feel for for selfish people for people even if there's inverted commas spiritual people who are not serving well there's this very cutting line in the third freedom service uh, no mm. words can describe the crime of selfishness mm. uh, it doesn't even there it doesn't qualify different types of selfishness like it's okay to be a little bit selfish on a Saturday when you're on time off or something. It's just full stop. All selfishness is a crime beyond words. And I suppose it is quite literally alien to his nature. Yes, I think might be, this might be a good time for me to uh, reveal, because it's relevant to these teachings, all the teachings that he gave actually, um, a statement that was made by the Master Etherius, in fact. Um, and Dr. King, and this is going back now to 1993, but for many years, as long as I can remember, actually, we used to have it in the window at Etherius' house when I first came here in the 70s, uh, for the number of transmissions, 500, whatever it was then, 530 or whatever it was then. Um, and he'd always believed that, the, the master, and it had been on his mind for a long time. 
And then in November 1993, he sent out a fax to, to the Ethereum Society. And this is what he said. I shall, I'll read this fax. It seems as though my great and wonderful master, Ethereus, is listening to my thoughts. Last night, November the 12th, I was reminiscing as to whether or not primary terrestrial mental channel held the world record in the number of filled transmissions and mental transmissions he had received. Today, November the 13th, the Master Ethereus answered me that I had gained the world record throughout all history for a fourth aspect intelligence living on level one with the first transmission I took Mars Sector 6, never mind the nine freedoms. He signed off this fantastic statement, Ethereus. Well, that is really There's a lot one could say about that. Astounding, isn't it? Isn't it? Yeah. yeah. I think, I it mean, um, one, one, one thing that strikes me, uh, and not, this is not the only instance of this, is um, perhaps a little presumptuous of me to say it, but I'll just give it as, a, as an impression that the, 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 the teachings give me rather than as a, a fact. Mm-hmm. Is it seems to me like that Dr. King more than once doesn't realize fully how great and how different he is because his yeah. question itself presupposes that anyone else, even another cosmic avatar, has been doing something similar to him. And none of them have. I mean, the the master of theorists' response uh, says far more, really, than the question itself. In that, you know, it's just like you're not even, it's almost like saying, you're not even thinking on the right level. You're, in a t- you're comparing yourself to, to, to intelligences in a totally uh, different league uh, uh, to yes. you uh, because you, you, you are on a, uh, just a higher plane of service. Indeed. And I, I think it's very interesting because it is extremely unusual. I, in fact, don't know right now of any other examples, in, certainly in writing, where Dr. King admitted, while he was alive, to being a fourth aspect intelligence living on level one. In fact, that sometimes he would deny it because he wasn't allowed to reveal it. And by then, which was, uh, as it turned out, less than four years before his passing, he was willing to come out and say that. Um, but it also, it, it, it's very revealing sorry, by may, the may I, may, Sorry, excuse me, may I stop you for one moment? Was that fax mm. released to the whole membership? Do yes, that, that fax was sent round to, not, they didn't get a physical copy, it, they, it was sent to the headquarters, branches and groups who had okay. fax machines at that yeah, time. Yeah, so it was widely uh, distributed. And it was read out. It would be read out, right. not given out. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. So it was widely heard. Very interesting. Uh, yeah, so that was very unusual, if not unique. Um, and then, of course, for the Master of Theorists, who we must remember, I think, is um, himself a master of tremendous humility, because in this very transmission, he's deferred entirely to the Master of Theorists, sorry, to Mars Sector 6. Whether it was a world yeah. record to get a transmission from the Master of Theorists, we, have, we don't know, but he, he didn't say. Mm. But certainly he's deferred entirely there. But it also says that, which, as you say, whichever cosmic avatar we think of, even the great 
an elevated Sri Krishna from Saturn, the Lord Buddha, the Master Jesus, and so on, they did not receive transmissions from Mars Sector 6. And they, of course, very elevated. And what does that say about Mars Sector 6? What does it say about the unique nature and essence of Mars Sector 6, that the Master Ethereus would single him out in that way? Absolutely, yes. Uh, it really, I mean, it just gives you so much food for thought, you don't know where to begin. Uh, and of course, no, the relationship I... too between Mars Sector 6 and the Master Ethereus, um, because I, I remember there's that, um, there's that uh, wonderfully enigmatic transmission uh, by Mars Sector 6 where he says, if you... Um, how, how does it go? Um, if you if breathe, you breathe Ethereus, Ethereus lives... Um, a meaning, of course, that we would not be alive without the Master Ethereus. Uh, and yes. then the, uh, the Master Ethereus then comments afterwards that the same is true of Mars Sector 6. Yes. So uh, humanity yes. owes our, you know, our current existence on this planet, certainly our current existence as we know it, to both mm. of those intelligences. But they each, mm. of course, say it about each other, uh, oh, not yes. about themselves. So. They do. And that quote, of course, if you breathe, a theorist lives, is the headline uh, of, of the actual transmission. It's not actually in the transmission, but it's the essence of what he says in it. It's very true. Right. Um, and, of course, I mean, I think perhaps we should come to this startling uh, <laughs> thing that... Uh, our master was musing on, uh, and I was very privileged to have a conversation with him about over one dinner, where just the two of us were there. Uh, there are a number of times, and I, I'll, give, I'll tell you exactly what, I'll tell the listeners exactly what Mars Sector 6 stated when he indicated something about himself. Now, here are some examples of things he said in very early transmissions. In one, he said at the end, this is Mars relaying to terror with the sanction and authority of interplanetary parliament now out. And in the same series of transmissions, this was in 1956, the Master Ethereus said this, he said, the next magnetization period, as Mars calls it, is soon due to start. Um, Another one, called The Conspiracy, in 1956, he says again at the end, this is Mars relaying to terror through primary terrestrial mental channel with the sanction and authority of interplanetary parliament, now out. And perhaps the, one of the most direct ones was the famous transmission, You Are Responsible, and we could talk about those three words. I think they sum up Mars Sector 6 and they sum up the new age or what it should be and what humanity needs to do. Um, but in that transmission on May the 7th, 1957, Mars Sector 6 said this, I, Mars, do state now to the present generation. And then he continues with his uh, transmission. Now, this dinner uh, that I was having with the master, he'd been musing prior to dinner over what that really means. I, Mars. What did he mean? He didn't say I, Mars, Sector 6 or my, I, an intelligence from Mars. He said I, Mars. And he, he was musing over it and I was listening to the master intently and he turned to me and says, you know what it means? What it could mean? 
it could mean exactly what he says. And I could only take that, Mark, to to, to indicate that it, it could be an aspect, in some way, of the planet Mars. Well, that that really is is just so mind blowing as to be uh, slightly terrifying, uh, if if I'm it honest. Really, really, is. and also, yeah. I mean, a thing that comes over there is that these intelligences are so clever. I mean, that it's uh, really an understatement, but so utterly cosmically uh, genial as to uh, be able to put an agent, an interplanetary agent, on Earth in a limited form, who is then able to channel, um, uh, if this is correct, um, uh, an aspect of a planet in a limited form. So it, it, they're, they're cons- it seems like they're always looking at ways you know, to reduce themselves to be able to reach down to us. Uh, and through this cosmic genius, they've managed to find a way uh, for a, a being of the caliber of Mars Sector 6 to talk to us um, in, well, it seems it would be that the first time ever. That, that's, I can't Indeed. really see any other way to, to read those words of the Master Aetherius. No. Um, perhaps yeah, this is the that. greatest intelligence who has ever spoken to uh, I think to that's implied. People. That is implied, because bear in mind... When, when that uh, fax was sent out in 1993, the master over the years had channeled, you know, Lord of Saturn. He channeled uh, the Lord Babaji, uh, who's a Saturnian being, and many, many others from, from one could go on, you know, from various planets. And yet the master theorist only picked out one. He could have picked out several. He could have done it in many ways. But uh, he, he, that was the benchmark. You took a transmission from Mars Sector 6. I think we should probably go to a break now, if you're there, Nikki, our producer, and then we'll carry on with this further. Yes, thank you, Richard. It's so fascinating, this subject. Um, you're listening to A Serious Radio Live with host Richard Lawrence and his guest Mark Bennett in this Cosmic Masterclass. Mars Sector 6, Lord of All He Surveys. For your further study, available from Aetherius.org, is a fascinating transmission entitled From Free Will to Freedom, where Mars Sector 6 and the Master Aetherius speak through Dr. King, and this is available on CD and download. Also available in two separate CD albums are the classic Nine Freedoms transmissions, as delivered by Mars Sector 6, and the brilliant lectures on each of the freedoms by Dr. King. As mentioned earlier, we can participate in these spiritual push periods. Special power circles are held at Aetherius Society Centers worldwide. For more information, please visit www.aetherius.org. You too can also cooperate with Satellite Number 3 at home through the practice of the wonderful 12 blessings. Every Saturday and Sunday, you can join in with the live online services. Please visit www.12blessings.org, and that is the 12 in digits. Over the weekend of April 29th to May the 2nd, the Mind, Body, Spirit Wellbeing Festival will be held at the Olympia National in London 
on Monday the 2nd from 1.15pm to 1.45pm, Richard will be presenting a healing demonstration on the stage area with Aetherius Society Healers. Please visit aetherius.org or richardlawrence.co.uk for further information. In recent months, Mark has had several pub articles published in various online magazines such as Kindred Spirit, Phenomena Magazine and others. Please visit his website for further information on these and other media releases and that is www.markinfo.co.uk. And now we return you to your host Richard Lawrence and his guest Mark Bennett. Thank you, Nikki. And I, I happen to know, it's interesting because you've told me in the past that the ve first thing that really brought you into the Ethereum Society decades ago was hearing the voice of Mars Sector 6. Absolutely. I was a teenager, fresh from school, and I heard his voice, and he went right through me like the voice of God. Yeah, that, was a, that must have been a tape recording in those days that you heard Absolutely. at a public meeting. Yeah, yeah. But Mark, it, carrying on from where... Yeah. Go yeah, on, sorry, please. I was just going to comment on the... the when you hear uh, a tape recording or, or a, now it'd be an audio download of, of Mars yeah. Sector 6, the, the, um, the tone of it is um, very authoritative, very masculine, uh, a deep commanding voice, very much no-nonsense, uh, quite um, yeah, scientific, logical, um, the kind of the kind of um, he talks to us in a kind of way that there is there is there is no possible room for debate or doubt. You really have to either accept what he says or not. Um, yeah. And he comes over as quite uh, impersonal. In, in a certain sense. Uh, would you like to comment on that, uh, Richard? Yes, the, the, I, w I would. The I'd, personality yeah. and impersonality of this master. I would. I mean, the, the, in the, the general um, question that you, you made in a commanding way, you also said, I think it's, 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 in my view, we should regard the teachings of Mars Sector 6 more as commandments because he's a lord of karma and you'll notice a good example actually is the nine freedoms because he doesn't say you know in the case of the 12 blessings for example the master jesus will say blessed are they who work for peace and and that's wonderful and then we bless them but in the case of the freedoms uh, as a very interesting choice of words and it would be something like this the first freedom will be bravery and mm. the, these are words, actually, that Dot King uh, has commented on, too. And he introduces the freedoms like that, as, though, as if to say, look, if they weren't bravery before now, if it wasn't the first freedom before now, it certainly is from this day forth because I've said it. It's a commandment, yeah. I think, rather than a teaching, much in the same way as, as Moses received commandments from a lord of karma. But he, they weren't recorded. And they've been through translations, and they, they've been, one could argue, the bedrock of Western civilization, or should have been, uh, but they aren't completely accurate. Um, 
And these, of course, every utterance, and we have far, far more utterances, of course, from Mars Sector 6, and we have them completely accurate, and as you rightly say, with that wonderful delivery and the sound and the vibration of the voice. And we are as close to being commanded by the Lord, because that's what we are being, as you can, you can really conceive. And um, I think the nine freedoms in particular transformed spiritual evolution uh, whatever was applying before that date it was all changed after that date but taking up your point about the the impersonal point I think uh, that well I've got here actually rather a, an exceptional quotation by Dr. King in uh, 1963 about Mars Sector 6 and he said this particular master is the most impersonal master I think that's ever used a channel on this earth. He's, not in, he's interested not in personalities, not even in collections of personalities, but a planet as a whole. So you have that statement. And of course, at the same time, he knows, and it, or it knows, or this being knows, that the best way he can help people is to enable personalities indeed is to enable them to help the planet as a whole so you know after all the same intelligence is pinpointing one person in a football crowd who is doing a spiritual action and he's potentizing it 3000 times so it's for the world as a whole and and I would actually go further you know because when I've contemplated on this point about him being an aspect or possibly being an aspect of the planet Mars, it comes to me very, very strongly in my meditations that his main motivation isn't even the human race, that his main motivation is, is if you like, what might be his sister planet, the planet, the Mother Earth. And the fact that the Mother Earth is holding back her evolution uh, because of us, because of her compassion, and that he knows this, and therefore he's trying his, is doing everything that can be done to get us to move along and speed up, so that she won't be under this uh, limitation. Yeah, well, that that really is, I mean, an outstandingly uh, beautiful thought, is it not? Of, mm, of the it is relationship between the planets. And let's not Indeed. forget, of course, that the, the Mother Earth is, you know, such a holy intelligence that she watched uh, the murder of her brother, Maldek, and yes. still took those self-same murderers, us, willingly mm -hmm. upon her back um, uh, for millions of years. I mean, it, it's really, it's, it's spirituality that is, um, I think, quite literally... Uh, almost unbelievable. Uh, not, not, not the sense of believing in life on other planets. That's easy to believe, whether you believe it in it in the right way or the wrong way. That's that's a choice to believe. But to believe that an intelligence could be so good as to sacrifice herself for millions of years for the sake of the murderers of her, uh, of uh, someone in her planetary family. And then it would yes. certainly make sense that um, that, that uh, other planets in this system would want to help her 
in that task that she has in her uh, unfathomable compassion chosen to take upon herself indeed and of course the greatest book upon earth uh, bar none is the day the gods came because this describes and you know because you work more than anyone else on the latest edition of it that came out in in 2014 um, and uh, yeah, well, is, I'm, I'm glad you you brought that up because um, this mm. was um, this 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 is a book um, which describes um, a, a cosmic uh, energy manipulation by Mars Sector Six, um, directed by Mars Sector Six and involving numerous other masters for the benefit of the Earth. Uh, perhaps it could be. Um, I mean, it's a it's a huge subject, and, and we don't have time to cover it all. But in short, uh, I had the privilege of uh, supervising the printing of the second edition of this book, uh, which meant a lot of... Uh, anyone who's ever worked on the printing of a book knows that there's a lot of rather dull, um, stressful and laborious work involved, uh, particularly a lot of proofing. And I had to proof the text numerous times, and one particular task I was engaged in was um, checking that the new edition uh, was exactly the same as the old edition. Um, check, and I would check literally word for word. I'd read one word in the old edition, cross it through, and then read it in the new edition and cross it through. So you could imagine that that is not the most stimulating or inspiring work. And I was not taking the message in at the time no, otherwise at it all. would have been, wouldn't it? Yeah. Uh, absolutely. If I'd just been mm. reading it uh, or mm. contemplating upon it, it would have been marvellous. But I wasn't mm. doing that. I just had to get a job done. And then um, mm. I wasn't, um, you know, particularly, I didn't feel particularly um, anything while I was doing it. But then I would finish in the evening and stop work. And uh, I'll, I'll willingly confess my first reaction to stopping work normally is that I'll go home and turn the television on. So mm. I'd go home, and I'd be about to turn the television on. I thought, no, you can't possibly turn the television on. Mm. And it wasn't like a feeling of duty, but a feeling that this wisdom had somehow imbued my whole being, my mind, my mm. body, my aura, that had made me feel, um, quite frankly, disgusted by the thought of doing any normal entertainment things and mm. I would just have to sit for half an hour, maybe an hour in silence after having worked on the book before I could face normal things again. And that to me was not that I needed it, but it was a little proof of the power of the text because I, I, I hadn't remember. even I been remember. trying to appreciate it. Now, I remember what you, the effect it was having on you at the time and, uh, it's, and I can vouch for that. And, of course, we should say that The Day the Gods Came is only available to members of the Aetherius Society. It's very, very sacred. We can certainly talk about it, but the actual book um, uh, is only for members. And as far as I'm concerned, there are plenty of reasons to be a member, not that we recruit people, but that alone would be sufficient just to have access to this greatest book on earth actually i don't know whether you came across this mark but dr king made an interesting statement at one time that there are still some sacred texts on this earth that haven't yet been revealed to humanity 
But even they, when, when they are revealed, won't be as great as this, the day the gods came. Really? No, I hadn't heard mm. that. Uh, but mm. it doesn't surprise me, um, mm. in a way. And I'd like to just, if I may, talk a little bit um, about... I mean, it says the day the gods came says so many things about Mars Sector 6. But there are some interesting things that we can all, I think, at least begin to relate to. Because there is a danger when we're talking about an intelligence that's so elevated that we, we, we just divorce ourselves from even beginning to think about this being as a being, uh, you know, as a living intelligence with feelings and thoughts and experiences, etc. So uh, there's a few things here that I, I'd like to take from the book. First of all is what does Mars Sector 6 look like? Well, obviously, uh, an intelligence of, of this um, magnitude would have full control over his physical form. But in I, the day I don't want to gods... interrupt you because I want you to say mm. all this, but I mm. think we should quickly just tell people that this book describes the initiation of Earth, the primary initiation of Earth, and then, then people know what you're referring to. Uh, and please continue. Yeah, so th this, this is the greatest event that has happened in the life of the Earth, yeah since her inception as a planet. So this is a tremendously uh, important cosmic event. Um, so uh, physically we're told in this book uh, that Mars Sector 6 is tall, athletic, and moves with cat-like grace, has long, strong fingers, and cinnamon-coloured hands. So there's a very strong implication there that Mars Sector 6 is uh, humanoid, in other words, that he looks, you know, like we look on Earth, yes. but, uh, but yes. rather better is the implication uh, there. <laughs> yes, a lot better, I'm sure. <laughs> um, but I don't think we should, you know, get carried away with the idea that, you know, he he would not be, he is not limited to that kind of a physical form in the way that we are li limited to our, our physical form. Um and no. more important than the way he looks, of course, is the way that he thinks. And there's this absolutely outstanding statement by um, Dr. King that struck me, uh, I don't remember exactly when, but even as a very young new member. Um, and that is that Mars Sector 6 is more capable of feeling than any of us are. Because I think there's a, there's a tendency to imagine that masters reach such a degree of detachment that they are uh, cold and unfeeling. And it's true that they, they are capable of detachment or they wouldn't be able to do the work that they do, but they have more feeling than any of us have. And then that, in the, co in the context of the primary initiation of Earth, is all the more revealing because had Mars Sector 6 made an error in that manipulation, we are told by Dr. King that uh, human life as we know it on this planet would have ceased to exist. That the life of the planet itself would have been in jeopardy in some way. And that the whole balance of the solar system would have been in jeopardy. So this is an absolutely tremendous responsibility. Uh, terrifying in its hugeness the like of which we can't really begin to imagine. Uh, and 
at the same time as dealing with that tremendous responsibility, he also had the tremendous feeling where he cared far more about life on Earth, never mind the planet itself, than we are capable of understanding. And yes. I, I think that's something that we can, we, can, we, can, we can miss with Mars Sector 6 because of this deep, masculine, authoritative, commanding tone. We can, if we're not careful, sort of enter the realm of thinking of him almost in a robotic sense. Whereas nothing yes, could be, totally be further wrong. from the truth. Yeah. Um, and I, that's a very interesting. And I think also, I think coming back to the, the, uh, the possibility that he's an aspect of Mars itself, it's very uh, significant that he, in that initiation of the Earth, it was the primary initiation of Earth, the, the greatest event since her initial creation um, as a planet... Um, he took total charge and he determined the energy that was sent, the amount that was sent, the timing, uh, the sequence of it, and in the course of that was directing, I think we can reveal, great beings, even from Saturn. And in one case, um, although it is done in the most respectful possible manner, even a lord of the sun. So that... You know that he must know. Uh, he must have known exactly what a planet needed, which is perhaps another indication that he himself is an aspect of a planet in his own right. Yes, I, I had a look. I must admit, I had it wrong in my mind how the manipulation took place, and I checked it out the other day. And what actually happened was the the energy came from the sun to satellite number three, uh, of mm. which he is the commander, and then from satellite number three to mm -hmm. um, a solar vehicle uh, called mm. satellite number 999999 through a solar lord and from there into the Logos of Earth, which is yeah, I mean, it's tremendously revealing that, that it, should, it, it should be that way around. And, and you wonder... Um, I mean, really, my brain can't even begin to get, you know, get itself around the answer to this question. But just to, to pose the question, if, um, which I'm sure would, would not have happened and obviously did not happen, if Mars Sector 6 had made a mistake, and it's implied in the book that it was possible, uh, then what, how would that solar lord have responded to that? <laughs> that's a, that's a, I think beyond our pay grade to to accept. I think that really is, isn't um, it? Aren't we lucky to yeah. even be given the information where our brains could be, could begin to ask such a question? Yes, and there but are it paradoxes certainly in is. that because it, it must be have also been indeed, and 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 it must have also been known. There is a paradox here that he wouldn't, I'm sure too, as well as the fact that he could have done. Uh, yeah, yeah, it was known I that he well wouldn't. That. this. In fact, I've got a wonderful quote here from not actually from the book, but from an address that Dr. King gave about the initiation of Earth. And this is what he said. To equal this superb brilliance of the master Mars Sector 6, you would have to go back, I think, on this Earth to the initial creation. I mean, that's quite a statement good to make heaven. about a being 
and the being in this case being Mars Sector 6. And I, I would like, if I could, Mark, to lead on a little bit into why our master, or what I call our master in the ethereal side anyway, Dr. George King, for listeners may or may not regard him as such at this point, but this great master, Dr. King, why it was that he had such an appreciation? Because his master, as he says very explicitly, actually, in the facts I read out, my, my great and wonderful master, Ethereus, he calls him, uh, is indeed the master Ethereus. But in a way, Mars Sector 6, you could say, is his commander, and certainly is the commander in an extragalactic fleet of the six adepts. Um, and I think it's, it's interesting because Dr. King was a very strategic person. He was a, he was a logician, he was a strategist, and he must appreciate the fact that here you have an even greater strategist, perhaps the greatest strategist certainly that we've ever heard of, because his, all his operations are really karmic strategies. Uh, and I have a few uh, quotes by Dr. King Mark, about um, Mars Sector 6. And if I could, I'll just read mm, off. There's wonderful. about eight or nine yeah. of them. This Please is a do. list of exact quotes by Dr. King about Mars Sector 6. A supreme cosmic chess player. Metaphysical manipulator extraordinary. Surely one of the gods. A god-man. Supreme metaphysician. Brilliant intellect in the fields of strategical astrometaphysics. The supreme alchemist. Great karmic manipulator. The Lord of Justice. That's quite a list, isn't it? Absolutely. I mean, it's just... Um it really, I mean, we we really need to take a step back, don't we, and 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 just we reflect do. that you know we we can listen to his voice so easily, and we can read his mm. words even more easily. Uh, to say that we don't deserve it is understatement of well, not even of the millennium. Uh, Indeed, uh, uh, it's it, it's just given to us on a plate, and, and this is something. Um, like to just share a little experience I had on this note um, mm -hmm. on Mount Baldy a few years ago. Um, the first and only time actually I've climbed Mount Baldy in California, which is a mountain which is charged was charged on the 9th of August 1959 with energy through Dr. King by this great being, Mars Sector 6. And um, when I was praying on top of this mountain, um, I was quite taken aback by the energy because it wasn't really what I was expecting at all. And the feeling that I got uh, very strongly, in fact, to the point where I almost had to stop, uh, was the outstanding love of this intelligence. And, and wrongly, uh, prior to that, Love had not really been the first thing I'd associated with Mars Sector 6. I'd thought about logic, karma, justice, service, enlightenment, all those things, but not really, you know, the, the, the uh, incredible compassion and the fact that um, he, 
and and indeed all the cosmic masters, there is nothing that they would not do for us. It, it seems that there is no sacrifice that they would not make. Whereas we, all of us, well, certainly speaking for myself, we all have our limits. You know, however good we may be in certain ways, there sort of comes a point uh, when, well, certainly speaking for myself, when, you know, and to my discredit, when you just think, no, enough's enough. I, I'm not going to do any more now. They don't have that. No, they don't. They don't have that. They, of... they, they, they care far more deeply about us than we care about even ourselves. And, of course, the second freedom, I must say, is love. Uh, Indeed, yes, well, that was, uh, yes, well, I, I should have thought of that, but I just, no, I'm, it I'm just, just it was a case of, um, yes, it was a case really of impression, I think, from the Indeed. tone, Indeed. rather than from the words. And it's interesting you and mentioned yet, that, because, um, if I could just say this, that Mars Sector 6 actually charged more of the holy mountains, I don't know, people may not have noticed this, than any other cosmic master, he actually charged four of them. Mount Baldy, Mount Adams, Mount Ramshead, and Lanid Daigle. So uh, I think Master Theorist charged three and assisted in a fourth, and Master Jesus charged three. So he is the master. We could talk at such length, and we're running out of time now, unfortunately, um, uh, about all the, particularly in the field of spiritual and energy release, and the things that uh, Master Sector 6 has done. Well, there was a couple of points that you, you, you made to me today, Richard, actually, about the mm. nature of the energy in two of the mountains, which I thought was very interesting. Yes, yes. And Mount Baldy, of course, we're told, is to enhance our cosmic appreciation. And Mount Adams, of course, is interesting, coming back to the impersonal master, yet Mount Adams is the, ma the mountain associated with healing and sending healing to people who, who are sick and need it. But may I close by just saying some th thoughts of the adepts themselves um, about Mars Sector 6, because they were made up to, uh, they were told they would become officers, as I mentioned, in his extragalactic fleet when they le left the Earth. And this is what Dr. King said their reaction would be, and I think this sums it up, really. They must now be truly overjoyed thrilled to their very souls to hear that Mars Sector 6 had accepted their offer, that was their offer to join his fleet, and they would be made officers in his extragalactic fleet. It must have been a great moment for these adepts when they heard of this tremendous honour bestowed upon them by a being for whom they would die a million times if necessary. Wow, what a great note to end on. Indeed. And next month we'll be talking about uh, Primary Terrestrial Mental Channel, the lightning conductor for the gods. Uh, because, of, the, of course, we'll be celebrating the command next month as well. That's when it all began on May the 8th, 1954. And the third uh, Tuesday of May we'll be doing that. And thank you so much, Mark, for joining me in this uh, edition of Ethereus Radio Live. Uh, well, thank you very really much. Appreciated. It's been a great pleasure. And thank you, Nikki, as always, and over to you for your closing words. Well, thank you, Richard and Mark, for such a riveting show. You have been listening to Ethereus Radio Live. This is your Cosmic Connection, the third Tuesday of each month, and as Richard said, 
The next show will be on Tuesday, May the 17th, with the intriguing title, Primary Terrestrial Mental Channel, The Lightning Conductor for the Gods. For more information on the events mentioned earlier in the show, or to connect with the Aetherius Society, please visit www.aetherius.org and www.12blessings.org. You can connect with Richard Lawrence by visiting his website, www.richardlawrence.co.uk, and Mark Bennett at www.markinfo.co.uk. Thank you so much for listening, and enjoy the rest of the month.